Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, guys, we're back for the third round of listed teams. Welcome back to General Fantasy Analysis. Who we are for Dragons and Sharks on the Thursday night. It's going to be a pretty nice battle, this one. Two teams that have really improved over the, you know, over the offseason and, and you know, have started really good. Uh, you know, Dragons definitely had every chance to win that game if they didn't have a couple of sin bins, for example. So very, very interesting, this one. I think it's going to be a tight tussle and um, you know, just hopefully hit plenty of good footy. So... Tyrell Sloan obviously had a bit of a tough one last week. Did score his try, but he's someone that I'd probably be looking to move on. I just don't see the um, the upside in his general uh, general play in terms of his meters, um, his bus, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, he's someone that's got a fair bit of talent, um, and his defense is not up to it yet. So he's going to miss a few tackles for sure as well. And I just think he's a little bit too expensive. We obviously spoke about him at the start of the season as being someone that uh, we wouldn't have started with. But if you have any, any thinking about moving him on, I said it's probably a good idea. Guys like Suli and uh, and Lomax are definite definite holds. I'm on there. You could uh, you could decide either way with him. If you will need to use his money to get someone you've missed out on, whether it's Tongo or um, or if you need his, you know, if you just need his his money to go somewhere else, then then that is fine. Also, Ben Hunt's obviously a great option, but I wouldn't expect 85 every week. You know, we saw the the 30 odd and then the 85, so you know, can be anywhere in between. That's for sure. Jackie Bird, I'm still seeing a bunch of people looking to move him on. He's 247s of have not been really great games for him. And, and you see a lot of his games around that 50 mark in, in the second row, for example. If you look at his stats from last year, then that's where he's at. So for me, with him, you just got to hold on to, or hold on tight to him. He's a keeper in the centers. Uh, their bench doesn't really change. Uh, you know, their, their whole side doesn't really change at all. And you look to the, the Sharks side. We see Teague Wilton, unfortunately, uh, is out for the week. He took the early guilty plea. So we see Talakai move into that space. Just don't just be aware with him that he, he will probably score well this week. But there's also a good chance that, that following this that he won't as he moves back to the bench. Yes, he scored fairly well last week, but unfortunately, um, he's not going to get a long-term spot in this, this team with how good Teague's playing, for example. So that's that there. And then we, we get a, another chance to see McInnes on the bench. Yeah, this could obviously change heading into 
uh, the actual match, but with with um, with McInnes there, hopefully you know, maybe a 30 to 40 minute effort this time, so we can see another price drop for him would be ideal. Nakora, if you're looking at him, I'm probably a little bit worried about his um, ability to you know, lift his game, lift his scoring. He's always been a, a mid 40s average for me, and I, I don't think he's a keeper. So anyone who you think that you know isn't going to be a keeper, they've scored pretty poorly and don't have a chance to make any cash over this first few weeks, then. I think they're a um, they're a sell coming into this week. So Nakora, if you need to use his money elsewhere, then do that. The, the issue with Fanukin, if you're looking at him as an option this week, he's had two awesome weeks. And if you have, actually have a look at his stats, you know when he um, when he played with Storm in in a, in a bigger minute role, you see that his points aren't actually as good as you you may have thought. Uh, so let's look to you know, some games here. We've got you know, 55 minutes for a 38, for example, 68 minutes for a 39, a 39 in 66 minutes. You've got 40 and 53. He's come out and had two awesome starts, a, two, a 45 and a 43 tackle game. And this is something that I don't think is completely sustainable. He hasn't really done that ever. You know, he's got a 41 game back in 2020 and you know, a bunch of mid-30s. There's really no games at all. Literally, his two games here... The only time he's hit 46 was 2019 around 22. So I don't think it's sustainable going forward, and the minutes are going to probably drop a tad as well. I'd say somewhere in the 50s for him. So if you're thinking a 10-minute 10, a 10, uh, 10 drop and also a 5-10 to 10 tackle drop, with you know he's basically had no... Uh, he's had a negative 2 and a negative, uh, in both games, so a penalty and also a missed tackle. So I can see him coming down to about a 40 average, so I think he's a little bit of a trap. For Dale, yes, his break even's fairly low, and he's at a you know a solid price. But he's you know, he's priced in the low forties, for example. I just think that you can do better than um, Fanukin because he's not going to be a keeper in the long term. You definitely have to move him on, um, yeah, sometime in the season. So that's that with him. Uh, we've got Fafita on the bench, still going to you know, eke out a few twenties for you. I don't think Trindle becomes an issue. He's coming onto the bench. He'll play that obviously that cover for multiple positions. He might. Have to come on for Braley. Who knows with that? But uh, if a few people have asked me, are we worried about him coming into the sixth role and, and uh, annoying Hines? I think Moylan's played good enough to keep that spot. So that's all I'd say on that one. All right, move to the Tigers and the Warriors. This will be a fairly interesting game as well. I, I expect the Warriors to probably get away and win this one. Reese Walsh was really, really interesting. Uh, really, really good last week. So he's he comes into a lot of people's thoughts, but he's pretty expensive. So that's that on the um, yeah, the fullback side. Jesse Arthur's had a nice start. He's someone that you could um, have some interest in. If you think Vailea is going to come back and yeah, he'll definitely take his spot or he'll end up on the wing for Pompey. But yeah, Arthur's did really pretty well. He's got the dual position too, but he's someone that is just, just over that 300k mark, which becomes a little bit of an issue. If we had him in the 250, then I'd say he's probably a much better option. Cody Nikarima comes back in the seven jersey for Ash Taylor, unfortunately for him. And in our forwards, we see Lodge, hopefully, you know, for him, for his sake, getting a few extra minutes. Fanua Blake um, is going to be solid again. Aitken, though, he's probably expecting a better score than the 40, somewhere in between the 40 and 56, if there's no attacking stats. Katoa, you can keep him in your side for now, but again, just be wary that he's going to eventually... You know, stop making money and be a trade-out in your squad. Joshy Cohen is a gun, and anyone uh, who has that cash to bring in, I would be uh, suggesting to bring him in. But don't trade out a keeper you know, that, that has, this role hasn't changed. It just hasn't started as well as Joshy um, in, you know, out because of, uh, to get him in, for example. On the Tigers' side, we see 
Yeah, again, not too many changes. We have Hastings going to the judiciary. We probably see Jock Madden come in if he's out. Uh, but it looks like it'd be a one-game uh, suspension if it is. Little comes back in. So we lose Simkin to the bench. So if you picked him up, unfortunately, yeah, you only get a, got a couple of weeks out of Jakey, which is what we thought. You know, it was only going to be a four-week injury, and he got injured two weeks before the, uh, the start of the season. Stefano's the big one. We'll talk about him a little bit further and go through some of the stats in, a, in another video. But Stefano, I think, is a give or take for now. He's someone who's probably not going to make you money anytime soon, right? And is he going to be a keeper? We're not exactly sure. So that when, when someone's in that position, they become a, a very easy trade-out target. If you've got someone who's clear standout, whether you need to go down to a cash cow that you missed out or whether you can somehow go up to a gun, I think that's the idea. I wouldn't be trying to trade sideways for Stefano at this stage. So just um, be aware of that. Tualangi is out this week. So yeah, all just based on the head knock, guys, if you're asking me. He's out for the one week based on that. And Luke Garner comes into that starting side, which is a little bit interesting because, you know, what does that mean for Tui? If uh, if Garner comes in and plays well and the Tigers win, for example, do they change that? Does Tui come onto the bench? There's a few things to think about with that one. You know, Simkin probably drops off, for example, and because Peachy could play some, some nine. But, yeah, very interesting with Tui. I'd probably be holding him at this stage, but definitely something to keep in mind. All right, we move to the, the Bunnies and the Roosters. And on the bunny side, Ilias, are we going to give him another crack? I think, you know, at 296k, whatever he is, you probably can. But if you want to get rid of him, you can too. He's not going to... I don't doubt he's going to be a keeper. And he's coming up against a few tough sides. So, yeah, he's not doing you much harm if you're not playing him, if he's in your emergencies. But yeah, if you need to trade him out, that would be fine as well. Damien Cook, I've had a few people saying, do I go Cook to Grant? I think that's a silly option. Cook's average, you know, 50, he's got 53 and a 54 the first two games or whatever it is, so... He's fine. He'll improve from there. Same with Reed Marnie, which we'll talk about in a second. But uh, both guys that you should be holding because they could bu- both bust out 100 for sure. Jairo, an average game for him in 45, which again beats, still beats his uh, his break even and his body was priced up for last year. So hold on to him. Probably not a screaming buy, but definitely a hold. Cam Murray is closer to a buy than a hold for sure. Um, he had an amazing game and he's going to be completely dominant for this side and have his hands on the ball uh, an incredible amount. So... Uh, I imagine he'll, he he yeah, it's just going to continue in a game like this where he's up against a tougher side. Other than that, not too much to talk about. Davi Moale uh, ends up on the reserves. So if you had him, unfortunately, you shouldn't be able to use him unless there's a late out for them. Okay, Roosters. We see uh, Billy Smith on the wing this time. Momorowski in the centers, which I think we saw a move mid-game last uh, last week. Which was interesting. Sammy Walker, you could probably hold again, but if you didn't, if you wanted to move him on, I'm also yeah okay with that. Again, didn't want you to start with him in the first place. Well, it wasn't one of my picks. It was okay with you starting, but it wasn't one of my big picks. Connor Watson uh, looks like he is most likely going to be okay to start, and if he yeah, if he isn't, then it'll just be a one week injury. So I'd be holding him if you uh, own him, and obviously an early game of the week, so we can decide what to do with him. Nat Butcher comes in the starting side for for Crichton. It's a very interesting one, and that's a big issue if you own Crichton. I think it's about 9-10% that own him. What do you do? Does it mean he plays through the middle? They have you know Baker and Hargraves to, to play that. Does Nat Butcher play big minutes? Does he play like a 50, and you know Crichton plays 30 on the edge, and you know 30 in the middle, or 25 in the middle? I think he'll score really well through the middle, but you want him playing 80 minutes, don't you? you know, he's someone that he could score a try at any point. So that becomes very interesting and a, a very much a wait and see as to if you're looking to trade him out. You can definitely give him another week or two. If he stays on the bench and doesn't score too well, then that's an issue for sure. If you bit the bullet and traded him this week because he's already lost a bit of money and whatever else, then 
yeah, I'm not going to like crucify you for it, but that's um, completely up to you on that one. Let's move along. Panthers and the Knights. So fourth game of the round, we have a very uh, similar side for the Panthers. Obviously, with uh, Brian To'o out, we see Taylor May move into that wing spot. So we see Rob Jennings come into 20 uh, on the reserve. So we also see Nathan Cleary in 24. So he's getting close, guys. Most likely won't pop in this round. I feel like you don't need to rush him back. So he's just there available. And if he's completely fine, then, then we can pop him into, then you can try to pop him in your sides. But I'd definitely wait a week. Coming up against the Knights, who are going to be a decent side as well. But Tungo, you definitely, um, I feel like he's a must-have going forward. He's getting up in yeah, into in the prices now for sure. Him and Crichton are doing really well. Taylor May, I could probably yeah, give you a, have him as a wait and see, I'd have. Um, but because he, he is over that 300k mark. But if you wanted to straight swap him, he, he should have that spot locked up. Him and Tungo played a lot of footy together, so he should do pretty well. Um, but be aware that he's a winger. He could have 20. He could get a 50, yeah, even with the talent. That's, um, that's how it works for wingers, for sure. So just be aware of that if you're picking him up over 300k. Eisenhuth is there. He'll do well again. Fitch Harris has been named. So that's good news for him, uh, his owners, and everything uh, around that, which is good. Yeah, there's some worries about him not getting his spot um, with the shoulder injury and Spencer Lanew getting that starting spot. Unfortunately, that, that hasn't happened. Expect Spencer to get around that 30 minutes again. Liam Martin is definitely a hold. Kikau is not a buy, guys. I, I, I knew I'd get a few people asking about uh, Viliami. Viliami, sorry. Um, but he, yeah, just he's either going to get 30-odd or he's going to get a 70-odd with a couple of tries, which is interesting. But um, Isaiah Yo, a great option as always. That's that there. All right, on the night side, Clifford's been great. Pong is back, which is cool. Gagai, a few people asked about him. He's had two amazing games. He does play really well for the Knights, but just be aware that he won't be getting 70s regularly. He'll probably you know, average out between the 45 to 50 mark, but he is priced pretty high as well. Um, so be aware of that with, with Gags. Randall, keep playing him inside. He's going to be good. Barnett gets that 12 jersey with Fitzgibbon out for with his MCL, so he'll be out for a little bit, which is not too bad. Curdy Mann, keep playing him. He'll be fine. I'm not worried about him personally, but a few people might be... Might look to move him on or something. Uh, the interchange stays the same. So we see another opportunity for Leo Thompson. A few people asked me about Matt Croker. He's come in. He didn't play round one. So there's that, right? He comes in and does really well uh, off the interchange. So did Thompson. They both won't go, do that well. Their PPMs won't be that high um, on a week-to-week basis. And they're coming up against a really good pack in the Panthers. So they'll have to really step up. And will they be able to do that against a, a much harder side? I'd say they will, their PPMs will be a lot lower. Croker is, I think, personally, less chance of making this squad when they get Daniel Saifidi and, and these guys back, which they aren't on the reserves this week, which is good for their prospects this week, If you, especially if you have Leo. Uh, but going forward, I wouldn't be touching Matty Croker unless there was a heap of injuries and he happens to start or something. But again, not happening at the moment. Stormers, we see Paps uh, with a couple of lower scores, but he should be sweet. This will be a fun game. The Storm and the Eels be interesting to see what Munster and Hughes do and Harry Grant. There's some rumor around Harry Grant having potentially having COVID. I haven't heard anything about it. Wait until something concrete comes out before rubbing him out or, or not picking him up, whatever you need to, you know, want to do there. Um, Xavier Coates, again, someone who's going to do okay. I expect a not a massive game against the Eels. He's every chance of getting 15 in this one against a tougher side. Uh, but he, you know, he's also every chance of scoring um, a try or two. But that's that. So Harry Grant's obviously a buy if there's no... COVID, that's all bullshit. Um, Joshy King. So the thing with Joshy is we see Brandon Smith in 23. So even if he's not playing this week, that means he'll be back next week, 
which means he'll go to 13. King will go to the bench, right? And that means his minutes are going to be a lot lower. So his prospects have, have gone down a fair bit. But I will dive into a, a video um, with him in there and, and talk about that a little bit further. But just be aware of that, that Brandon Smith's on the bench and could take a bunch of his minutes. Alec McDonald was solid on the weekend, but not really a cash cow at this point. Not going to get the minutes, especially with Smithy coming back. Wishart was a trap and continues to be. So just leave him on your uh, emergencies. On the Eels side of things, Penasini's definitely a hold. Brown and Moses both uh, went well last week. Reed, I think, is definitely... I, I think he's a hold, guys. I don't see the point in moving him to Grant. Like, in this game, Grant could get a 45 and, and Reed could get an 80. It could go the other way around, but I feel like it's a wasted trade. Get Grant in another way. If you want both of them, for example, I think you can manage to do that somehow. Whether you've got a, um, an injury to a mid-guy or, or a higher-tier guy, then, then that could be the way to go. Uh, Papali'i is um, doing well. Hold him. A few people said they want to get rid of him. Silly. Nathan Brown's back in the 13 role, which is cool. Uh, and, yeah, Kafusi's on the on the 17 role. So, yeah, it's good to see Nathan Brown back properly. But other than that, not too much to talk about on their interchange. No one to steal Reed's minutes either. So, you've got an 80-minute hookup. Use him. Raiders and Titans. And this is the interesting one. CNK and Nickel Cookstar. So, with him, my issue is, again, is that mid-range guy that has now had a low scoring. He's not going to have much chance of making money. So I don't think he's a keeper either. In this scenario, if you want to trade straight swap into someone you think is going to make some money or you can get to a gun or something like that, then I'd be happily you know, let you trade him out. I think that's fine. Snyder's back. Get him in your side. He'll, he should score fairly well against the Titans, whether it's tackles or yeah, a little bit of everything. Um, he'll be good. Like that first round, amazing start for him. Tarpani, I think you can give him a, an extra crack for sure. Papali'i has had an average start fantasy-wise. Tom Starling, the big one here, is Hodgson's now out for the year. Starling, it's Starling's team in terms of him playing the nine in the nine jersey. We see Trevelyan move down to the 20 jersey, and Frawley gets the the uh, position on the interchange. I just think Frawley's going to be able to cover a few more positions for you. If there happens to be... Um, you know, an issue, an issue, he can play a little bit through the middle, but he can also play in the halves, which would be really cool. So I see him as a an imp- more of an important interchange than what Trevelyan is, especially with Starling being able to play big minutes. He has done in the past. So I feel Starling becomes a really good option with Trevelyan on the uh, on the reserve. So we'll talk about him again in a deeper dive video. We'll talk about some must-haves, some, some holds and some avoids. But yeah, he becomes a good one to think about. And I'll, uh, I said, I'll talk about him a little bit later. Uh, Hudson Young is still there, which is good. The bench, nothing changes apart from that Frawley one. Savage is in the 18 jersey, but he's been there for the majority of the time. Sebastian Chris on the um, on the reserve, so Rapana comes back as well. We lose Schiller um, and Kotrick's back. Sorry, there's a few on this team. Uh, yeah, so Schiller, just hold him. He's too cheap to try and trade, to be honest. Titans, in terms of them, Toby Sexton is, is a great option. If you need someone at that 600K or just above price point, um, he's solid. There's a few guys around there, the Moses, the Browns, that kind of thing. Um, all pretty solid there. He'll be good. For Fida, what do we do with him? I think you hold, definitely. He hasn't done anything at all, and he's scored. You know, he's averaging about that 47 mark, so he's you know, he's fine. Don't worry about him. Bowie, Fermore, had a really, really nice start. We'll go into, actually, we'll go into him a little bit deeper in another video, but the 33 involved 40 meters run. And he's seventy. Obviously, a nice, tr- lucky, luckier try for him, just being you know being there on the out- on the inside um, of Brimson. But yeah, some much better um, 
much better stats, base stats, and, and, and the 80 minutes was there for him. So he's going to be a great option, I think, at that cheaper price if you need to pick up a few of those type of guys. So that's that there. Will Smith on the interchange, you can just keep holding, but I wouldn't be bringing him in. All right, let's move to the last couple of games there. We've got the Broncos and the Cowboys, and this might be a fun one as well. Obviously, the Broncos' dogs was pretty good. Cowboys were decent last week, so have some opportunity to to show you know what they did last week and, and continue that, especially after a bit of a tough one against the Dogs in the first round. But we see you know, Tony Staggs is having a bit of a tough start, so he become he's going to start become fairly cheap, and I'd be holding off on him. If you own him, I think he's okay to hold. Uh, against the Cowboys side, it should be, you know, surely it's a, a better opportunity playing next to Reynolds than he did last week. I just don't think enough went his way. Uh, we still see Billy Walters in the 17, which is fine. Kobe Heathering on, Heatherington on the bench. They haven't really changed their side at all. Expect 35 to 40 minutes for him again. Hass, captaincy option always. And on the Cowboys side, Hammer, again, keep holding him. He has some opportunity to, to really take his game to the next level and if the Cowboys are actually good like or decent he's um he's gonna get more opportunities as well so keep looking out for him and hold on to him Deedon was solid guys like Tom Gilbert and Nanai are all guys that you should hold but just be aware that uh yeah maybe if you have an opportunity to, opportunity to loop one of those guys and that could be ideal uh they do play later in the week which can be an issue as well but yeah two guys to have a look at Lolo as well he hasn't scored incredibly, but surely has an opportunity to improve. And the other thing is Ruben Cotter in the 16 jersey. So he takes... Whose position did he take? Out. Oh, done. So done being out means um, means Cotter comes back in. We do see Tanoa Brown, who is on in the 23 jersey as well. So he has an opportunity to come back as well this week, and he'd probably go for Griffin on that interchange, for example. So that's that with those guys. I wouldn't be running to pick up Nanai or... Uh, Gilbert, for example. So, yeah, that's that for that game. And last one, we got the Eagles and the Dogs. So this will be an interesting one. Surely the Eagles come on top of them and, and finally get a win on the board against a, a Dogs team that was decent, but you know, a Manly team that's a lot better than um, than what you know, that's showing in their first two rounds. But in terms of Tommy, what are you doing with him? Do you hold? Do you cut your losses? You already lost a fair bit of money. Remember, you're locking that 120K loss in if you trade him out. Uh, and you're probably going to want him back at some point. So that's kind of the issue that you have on your hands with Tommy. But up to you. But I, I'm not going to push it either way because he'd come out and get 100 against the Dogs, for example. And you'll hate me if I told you to get rid of him. Daly, he's been great. 60s, he's always a good option. Bully Moore gets his spot in the forward rotation again. We see Davey and we see Lawton on the interchange bench. So you'd imagine out of the two back rowers, the Bully's the one that loses. It probably means he gets 45 to 50 minutes. Can you play him? I think you can try and loop him. I'd probably look to, if you can, uh, leave him on the emergencies this week just for that fact. But yeah, at that price point, if he's looking to get lower minutes, then you could almost look to trade him out. If you had someone that was, a, if you missed out on like a Tango, then you could straight swap them. I would be okay with, but there's a lot of guys I wouldn't trade him for, if that makes sense. So we'll probably do a little bit of a Q&A later and um, be able to answer a bunch of those questions that you have around ETH in that one. Uh, what else we got on that side? Yeah, I suppose not too much else there. We don't see a Schuster or anything yet. And on the dog side, we see Dufty, who played solidly. Burton becomes a, a great option. You know, we saw his base stats in the 39, and then we get a, a few a few more stats across the board in that second round against the Broncos. So he did really well, and he becomes a great option. And then 
Moving to the forwards, Tavita Pengai. He's obviously playing a little bit on an edge, a little bit through the middle. There's a lot going on for him. But yeah, a few people asking around the offloads. And yes, he had seven offloads and that 28 points was in his score. So he got 56, 12 tackles only. So yeah, a lot of his points came from when he ran the ran the, ran the, ball, uh, the, the pellet. So yeah, I suppose that's all to talk about on the um, forward side of the dogs, except for Joshy Jackson, which a few people are worried about. His um his minutes were a little bit lower, but also his just his points production. So they do have a lot, a bunch of forwards to use. Whereas last year he was kind of the main guy, playing big minutes, doing everything. So I'm slightly concerned. And if you are as well, then I'm if you decide to move him on, I wouldn't yeah, push you away from that. He's obviously losing a fair bit of cash, um, and there's other guys that are doing really well that are in. So I suppose better form is the way to think about it. But he will come good at some point in the season, and he's probably someone that will look to pick up a little bit later. On the interchange, Maxi King, we captain him, don't we? Like, that's the only option. I think we would have finished with that. Maxi King, captain him, and you'll do fine. You'll do better than what Tommy's doing. We'll leave it on that, guys. Have a great day, um, and subscribe. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.